today on Commitment to Truth. Whenever our backs are to the S-O-N, it casts a shadow on the pond, the place in which he causes us to fish. But when we turn our faces to the S-O-N, they see who? The sun. And here's the challenge. The challenge is, as we are trying to be men and women in a church that are bringing in a harvest and seeing men, women, and children of all nations, tribes, and tongues come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, they cannot see us, but they must always see Him. And if there's people in your life today, church, that are not liking Christ because of you, there's a holy responsibility in your life to start turning towards the S-O-N so that they can see less of you and more of Him. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. But what happens when we do as Christ says? Amen? So there's some fruit. That hap- what happens when we uh, that happens when we do what Christ says. So I'm gonna give you the first two uh, this week. And again, if you look at verses five and six in um, Luke chapter five, it says this. Actually, I'm gonna back up to verse four, please. It says, "Now when he had began or he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch." Simon responded and said, "Master, we worked hard all night." caught nothing, but I would do as you say and let down the nets. And when they had done this, they caught a great quantity of fish and the nets began to tear. So here's the first thing when they do as they, uh, he says, and the word say here in the Greek means this, so far as it is matter, it's a matter of the command. So I'm only going to do as far as he commands me to do. If he says, go one yard, I will go one yard. If he says go a hundred steps, I will go a hundred steps. So far as he has commanded. Now, do you hear what that says? It's important that you wrap our heads and hearts around that because it's so far as he commands, not so far as I think. Not so far as I feel. Right? I don't know about you, some of you may have had the same experience. God may tell you to fish in a place where they're all total strangers. It doesn't feel good. Feels strange, feel awkward, feels extremely uncomfortable. But yet you get a big catch because you choose to do what he says and what he commands. But then there's times that we, I don't know about you, but there's times he'll say, do it. Then you resist his command to do as far as he commands. And then you, then you have a different result. Can I give you a perfect example of my, my life? So I was uh, at the doctor's office with one of our pastors, Pastor Tim. Some of you know him, but he's now relocated to San Antonio, Texas. And he was having a, um, a um, one-day surgery, you know, in and out, uh, outpatient surgery. And uh, his brother was there with me, and I sure thought his brother was the pond. So I, my eyes are keen on his brother. I'm like, 
It's his brother. It's his brother. Let's say his name is John. It has to be John. It has to be John because Tim always talks about John, and it has to be John. So I'm focused on John. Focus on John. And come to know it, come to find out, well, John knows the Lord. I'm like, oops. Well, maybe I'm fishing in the wrong pond. So we're there for about six hours in the same building, same room, same seat together. And I determined, yeah, this guy knows Jesus. So uh, we're about to pick up Pastor Tim and leave. And John was on the side of the room. And I yell, no, let me back up. So I, I sense and feel, right, God is saying, some of you know we have these Google cards. Give this total stranger a Google card. And I saw him walking in with his wife. I see his wife's face. She apparently in a lot of pain. I'm like, nah, I don't want to give it. So I'm wrestling back and forth with that feeling that God is telling me to do something. I say, no. Now here's John on the other side of the room. I say, hey, John, the guy who I'm supposed to give the card to, he turns around and looks at me. <laughs> Opportunity number two. And I'm like, well, that's kind of strange. Totally ignored it. We loaded Tim in the car, get home. Next day, I wake up. Lisa says, hey, Cedric, come in, come in. Come in, you know, come in the kitchen, come in the kitchen. You know, the sink is leaking. So underneath the sink, I'm like, dang. I don't know about you, but plumbing just like, I hate plumbing. So I'm underneath, as I'm underneath the sink, God is speaking to me in his still small voice. And... Underneath the sink, I would normally go to Home Depot. He says, go to Lowe's. I'm like, but I go to Home Depot. Go to Lowe's. So I go to Lowe's. I walk in. And because I'm unfamiliar with Lowe's, I'm walking. You know, if you're not familiar with the store, I'm walking on around trying to find the plumbing section. And lo and behold, I walk down the plumbing section. Guess who I see? John. <laughs> True story. True story. And I'm like, okay, God. <laughs> so I actually walk up to John and pray with John, and John comes to know Jesus. Now, am I something special? No. Which proves to you I'm not anything special because I said no two times. But what I'm trying to say to you is that that's what happens when many times we if we don't do what he commands, we don't go as far as the matter in which he commands us to do. You follow me? Then we miss out on the pond that he wants us to fish in. So what happens, though, when we do as he says, you find this in verse four. The first thing, as you hear it, even then in the description of my testimony, it will call us all and call us all to take great risk. One of the first things Jesus says, hey, by the way, can you put out into the deeper water? Apparently, they were in the shallow water. Apparently, they didn't go in that part of the, 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 the water. And he says, go out deeper. Sounds familiar what God will say to you. You got to go and do something different, something uncomfortable. I don't know about you. I've been on a fishing boat in the deep water with overcast, which means the water is really, it's scary when you don't see the land anymore, especially. 
And I personally believe that God will call us all to go out deeper. Can't do it like you used to do it. Calling you deeper may mean, guess what? You may need to uh, find some new friends that may not look like you, walk like you, talk like you, eat what you eat, live where you live, because that's where the fishing is, is, or the fish are biting there in that area. You must go there. That's where they're biting. Deeper water simply means this, the deep sea, but it also means this, the extreme. So God will call you and I to an extreme if necessary. Letting down the nets, listen to what this means. It's this call to loosen, slacken, and relax. And truth be told, a lot of us in this room need to loosen up, slacken up, and relax. And, you know, one thing that happens is when God takes you out of place of your comfort zone, this is a byproduct of it. It forces you to loosen up, slacken up, and relax. Anybody get married? It causes you to loosen up, slacken up, and relax. And why? Because it takes you out of your normalcy. Two different families coming together, two different ways of thinking, discipline, you know, uh, uh, financial stewardship, what you eat and don't eat, what you like cooked and what you don't like, how you clean. and I mean, what cleaning supplies you use. I mean, everything is compromised. Everything is compromised. Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Hello, this is Cedric Brown, and I would like to personally invite you out to an exciting event that is taking place on January 31st at 7 p.m. It will be the first of four South Jersey Metro Philadelphia prayer gatherings located in Collingswood, New Jersey at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. Will you join me again January 31st at 7 p.m.? at the Scottish Rite Auditorium in Collingswood, New Jersey. I look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We now return for the second half of our message. Take great risk. Listen to what Ecclesiastes um, 11 verses 1 through 6 says about hesitancies uh, in this light and also hesitancies almost like brings this funky little attitude. You, you read new and the nuances within this, these verses, but then you'll also hear the need to take these measurable risks. Listen to what the author says. It says, cast your bread on the surface of the waters, for you will find it after many days. No, you won't. What happens to bread soaked in water? You ain't going to find the water. I mean, the bread in the water, right? Divide your portion into seven or even eight, for you do not know what misfortunes may occur on the earth. So be prepared because, you know, you're going to have a bad day. You know, store up for a rainy day. If the clouds are full, they pour out rain upon the earth. And whether a tree falls towards the, the south or towards the north, 
Wherever the tree falls, there it lies. <laughs> One who watches the wind will not sow. Right? Because when you throw the seeds, the wind blows it away. And he who looks at the clouds will not harvest. Well, it's raining today. I'm not going out. Just as you do not know the path of the wind and how bones are formed in the womb of a pregnant woman, so you do not know the activity of God who makes all things. Sow your seed in the morning. In other words, just get up and start sowing seeds. Don't worry about the wind blowing. And do not be idle in the evening. For you do not know whether morning or evening sowing will succeed. Take the risk. Or whether both of them alike will be good. You don't know if you, if you go tell someone about Jesus, you don't know if they're going to say yes or no to you or not. Just go. Take the risk, church, to cast your net. You know why? Because it's God's responsibility to make all things happen. Just go take the risk. Because it's God's responsibility to bear the fruit. Some plant, some water, God gives the increase. Amen? What happens when we do as Christ says? Again, number one, it will always take great risk. Here's the final point for today. When we do as he says... It will always bring great results. They caught a great quantity of fish. The word great means this, many, much, large. So there was many fish, much fish, large fish, right? Which to me shows even the diversity of the catch, right? There was many, maybe many small ones. There was much in quantity and there was large ones, small ones, right? The, quant the word quantity means this, there's this great number but it also means of men and of our things. So what normally happens is when, when you fish for the kingdom, God will also bring in men and women, but he also brings the things that come along with the men and the women. Some of the things may be attitudes, you know, <laughs> and problems and stuff like that, right? But some of the other things are great giftedness and skill sets and resources and abilities, great minds and talents that people have that can ultimately be other lures on the hook, right, to cause you to what? Bring in more fish. That's the beauty of the body of Christ. You don't only get fish, but you get the things that come along with the fish, which is pretty cool. That's why it's important. To listen to wise advice. Jesus says, lower your nets. Listen to his advice. Lower the nets. And that's why if you look at Proverbs 19, verse 20 and 21, it says this. Listen to advice. Accept discipline. So that you may be wise the rest of your days. Many plans are in a person's heart, but the advice of the Lord, it would always stand. His advice always stands. If the Lord suggests to let down his nets in the most peculiar place, let down your nets. 
let me end with this. I was told this uh, a while ago, earlier in my, my walk with Christ. And it was this. And trust me, I'm not a fishing expert, so if there's some fishing experts that are here or listening, please know I don't claim to be. But it is said that whenever you fish, you should never fish with your back to the sun because it casts a shadow on the water and it frightens the fish. Um, Here's a quote from Bass Resources which adds to this. If the sun is at your back and your shadow is long, it falls towards the fish. This could be a problem when fishing for, sh- for shallow bass, such as during the spawning season. Think about that. During the time that the fish themselves are multiplying, if they see your shadow, it can cause a bigger problem. So here's here's the application in that. Whenever our backs are to the S-O-N, it casts a shadow on the pond, the place in which he causes us to fish. In other words, they see you, not him. But when we turn our faces to the S-O-N, You follow me? They see who? The sun. And that's so true, church. I mean, the challenge we face is is as we are trying to be men and women in a church that are bringing in a harvest and of, of souls and seeing men, women, and children of all nations, tribes, and tongues come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, they cannot see us, but they must always see him. And here's the challenge. The challenge is, if there is not this great, if you would, harvest or this great catch, we must start questioning ourselves and saying, who are they seeing? Are they seeing us, too much of us, and less of him? And we need to start making changes and adjustments in our lives and our ministries and the way we do things. And let him give us a holy interruption that causes us to quickly turn towards the S-O-N. So they will not be frightened of the people that are representing the S-O-N. You follow me? We should never cause people to dislike Christ. Never. And if there's people in your life today, church, that are not liking Christ because of you, there's a holy responsibility in your life to start turning towards the S-O-N so that they can see less of you and more of him. Amen? Let's pray. Today, who are people seeing? Are they seeing the S-O-N? Are they seeing you? Hello, this is Cedric Brown, your teacher on Commitment to Truth. I would like to personally thank you so much for tuning in week after week to listen here on this station. 
My prayer is that our time together is encouraging and strengthening you in your personal walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, I'm not going to assume that all of you know this Christ that I speak about week after week. And if you don't, and this is you, my prayer is that you are being inspired to know Him personally through commitment to truth. But if you want to invite this Christ into your life right now, would you like to please pray with me? It's just a short prayer. It goes like this. Just say, Jesus, I acknowledge today that I am a sinner and I've sinned against you. But I believe that you came to die for me. You were buried for me and you rose again from the grave just for me. Jesus, I ask you to come into my life to be my Lord and my risen Savior. And I surrender my life completely to you until I see you face to face. Jesus, would you, would you please empower me through your Holy Spirit to live the rest of my life for your glory and for the good of others? In your name I pray, Jesus. Amen. So if you pray this prayer, or if you need help finding a local Christ-centered and Bible-teaching church, please email me at info at commitmenttotruth.org. Once again, that is info at commitmenttotruth.org. And lastly today, could you please do two things for me, all of you? Number one, could you spread the word about commitment to truth to your friends, your family, and even your enemies? We all could learn, right? And secondly, please email me at info at commitment to truth to let me know how this ministry is impacting your life. Once again, that is info at commitmenttotruth.org. I would love to hear from you. May God bless you and your family and have a great day. Thank you again for listening to our series from Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.